Jennifer Zapparelli. Weekday morning from nine on 2FM. Now, earlier on in Newsy Bits, we were speaking about horoscopes with me pal Taryn. And this time, each year, people are starting to wonder what might be in store for them in the next 12 months. Well, the Old Moore's Almanac has been published each year for over two and a half centuries. A bit like the RT Guide. And it claims to have all the information you need for the coming year and even tries to predict the future. Do, 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 do. So what does 2023 have in store for us? Do you want to find out? Well, Nicole Buckler-Kelly is editor of the Old Moors Almanac and she joins me now on the line. Nicole, a very good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? More to the point. Good, 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 good. Good. Where in the world are you? Uh, I'm just back in Australia to escape the winter for a bit <laughs> and then I'll be right back with you. <laughs> oh, good on you. Okay, let's get into it. Can you tell us about the Olmores Almanac and its and its history? Um, 259 years and we think it's probably the longest unbroken published um, magazine in Europe. But um, we had a historian come in um, a few years ago and get all the backstories and it's fantastic. So we found the original copies in the Trinity Long Hall in, next to the Bibles. And there's some in the um, National Library in Kildare Street in Dublin. Right. Um, so it's been going for a very, very, very long time. So it was originally started by this um, Irish man who was seen as quite a wizard and a soothsayer. And, he, and the original ones are just kind of like information, but they've always had predictions in them because he was quite the predictor. And he lived a really, really long life. He lived like 100 years, but back then it was like incredible. Um, and so when, after he died, other people took it over and continued the, the traditions of the predictions, and, and we still do it today. I bet people were raging when he died. Like, oh, no, who's going to do the predictions? Everybody, yeah. so, have we got a psychic yeah, so, in the house? I know that's something that was our job. We had to find someone to replace that. Like when I took it over in 2010, so we, I had to find a psychic, and that was quite the adventure. I um, can imagine. We, How do you <laughs> find a decent psychic? So it was actually through the grapevine and through yeah, yeah it was a, it was tough. So I met a lot of people and 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 was weirded out. But I actually found someone who we feel like is the real deal, and he's been doing some very famous predictions that have come true, um, which has been amazing. And that's what's getting all the traction on social media. And yes, stuff. yes, yes, yes. Right. So when you last spoke with us, you mentioned a few predictions for 2022. What were some of the big mm. ones you got right? So interesting life. So this goes to press in November. This went to press in November of 21. So this was before the whole Russian thing started. So he predicted that um, that Putin would have some sort of illness and then a scandal and then terrorism would return to Europe. Um, so I think that's pretty clear what that is. He also predicted an uprising in China, which was a really odd sort of, because you wouldn't think the Chinese people would, they don't uprise, but mm. that's happened, which has been really interesting to sort of see that unfold. Um, there's been a prediction that there would be a disease other than COVID, a virus other than that. He predicted COVID for the couple of years before, but this time he said there would be a new virus that would not be COVID. So then we think that might be the monkeypox that kind of scared everyone to death and is still ongoing. So there's been some good predictions there. Hmm. Uh, politics, yeah. So he he touched on he touches on a lot of things, right? Mm, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's what the book is. Yeah, that's what the book's famous for. So it has the first sort of like third of it is just all predictions. Okay. And uh, what should what should we be on the lookout for twenty twenty three? So there's a few things like so in terms of like famous people, there's a severe health warning for Trump. 
So when he says severe health warning, that warning, that's Trump's got to stop, you know, eating those big steaks and start eating some, light, you know, getting on the carrot sticks or something. I think mm-hmm. Trump's health warning there. Um, there's some other interesting in oh. terms of like, go on. Sorry, I lost you there. Your line just dropped. You. Sorry, just repeat what you were oh, saying there. So I was uh, sorry. It's Australia. Internet is <laughs> it's okay. It's understandable. I understandable. Get back and <laughs> use the Irish internet right so, away. Um, so you were so saying about Trump. So we got that. So we got the Trump part. Uh, uh, what else? So in terms of Ireland, there's going to be an Atlantic event um, off the west coast of Ireland. In 2022, he predicted that there would be some sort of um, tsunami, mini tsunami, and there was. Like, if you Google it, there was some tsunami off the coast of Cork. It was really weird. So when he says there's an event off the Atlantic coast of, of west of Ireland, that's an interesting one to look for. Um, house prices will continue to rise, but much more slowly than they have been, um, which isn't great for anyone who's trying to get on the property ladder. Um, an interesting one is um, there will be an asteroid in the news, and it's too close to comfort. Um which is kind of like, I've been watching a lot of those, you know, disaster movies with the asteroids and I'm really scared of them. So like when he says like there's an asteroid problem, it's always so scary. Um, and there's also Team Mars will be chosen. So that's like a really hopeful prediction that we'll all be watching people go to Mars, hopefully. Can I ask you, as a job, mm. Nicole, is being editor mm. of a 259-year-old publication, is there a lot of pressure in that to keep it going? Yes, there is, actually. There is. Um so when we relaunched it in 2010, because um, it's almost like a listed, you know, like a heritage listing publication. Like yeah. it, when we first got it, it was um, uh, the guy who owns it now, when he first got it, it was down to like 2,000 copies. And so we really had to save it. And that has been our imperative. Like we really feel the pressure of that. So at the moment, the circulation is now 67,000. So we're really, really happy with that. In its heyday before TV and radio, it was 250,000 copies were being sold. And they used to have salesmen go along out into the country and sell them door to door. And, and sometimes they get a bed for the night. And there's all this stuff. So if you go to our Wikipedia page, you can see all the history of it. But yeah, there is a lot of pressure that, to okay. keep it going and make sure it survives. That's yeah. why you're in the sunshine to try and de-stress before, you know, the year, <laughs> the year ahead. If people want to find yeah. out more, where can they go? Can they get a copy? Can they get a, Can they read online? It sells out usually by March. They're all gone. So wow. you have to kind of get a copy. That's all um, in the newsagents. We've been increased the circulation every year by about um, 5,000 copies and they still sell out. So, But also, if you don't want to go out in the cold, you just go online, oldmoresalmanac.com, and you can buy a copy and it gets sent toasty hot to your door. Lovely. And read all those predictions mm. and then keep it and mm. then tick them off the next year to see yes. what came true and what didn't. Listen, interesting stuff. Exactly. Uh, Nicole, uh, thank you so much for joining us this morning. That was editor of the Old Moors Almanac, uh, Nicole Buckler, uh, speaking about the 259-year-old publication that is still going strong. Jennifer Zapparelli. Weekday morning from 9. On 2FM.